emergency. We bike. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, like back? Like we're back? Back? You've never heard that? But bike? Like we bike? Is that? Like B-Y-K-E. You what? <laughs> Wait, you guys should see my face right now. I was literally dumbfounded. Wait, I is that a millennial thing or is that like a? Am I not in on this? I don't believe bike? you've never heard that before. We bike? Like go you know, I don't even know where that bicycling? originated. <laughs> is what I'm hearing. What? Wow, am I old? Is that you? Might be. We bike. I don't even know what city that's from, but I've heard it so many times. Is so, that like New York or something? I don't know. We bike. Yeah. Like, Who? or actually that might be like Memphis or something. I feel like that's something I would see. Like hit it from the bike. Hit it from the bike. That's something I would see on MySpace for sure. <laughs> for you know sure. what? Fuck you. <laughs> Did you get it from <laughs> Are you are you stuck where you peaked? You know what? It's high school. The you know what our fans and listeners of me, <laughs> they're gonna know you exactly alone. what I'm talking about. So fuck you, you zennial. Oh my god, am I the only Gen Z on this bitch? Like, I wonder. Like, <laughs> are do we have Gen Z listeners, or is it all? That's millennial? a good question. I have is no idea because I'm Gen Z. You are absolutely Gen Z. Proudly, for sure. Because sometimes you say things and I'm like, what? What the fuck? (laughs) Like, do you know what this is? And I know my Gen Zs are going to get this. Just based (laughs) off of the sound. (laughs) (laughs) No. Bitch, what? Never mind. Never mind. It's like, wait, I don't know. My hand movements are like in a circular motion. <laughs> you don't know what that is? No. It's like you're up, we're thinking. That's us thinking. Like, no, I, 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 no, I yeah, get yeah. that. But that's not a thing in your community. <laughs> okay. OMG. Welcome to cocktail fucking murder. cocktail murder. We trugged a hard seltzer. <laughs> we what? What did we do? Chugged. Did I say trugged? Oh, Jesus Christ. He definitely said trugged. Drunk? We might be drunk. Here's the thing. We did not release an episode last week for those of you who are fucking haters and hate us for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking sorry. Okay. Life Listen, has been. Transitioning is hard. Jesus. I literally just moved here. My shit is everywhere in the apartment. <laughs> no, you guys, literally. No, literally. Okay, so we are becoming I'm roommates now, finally. I'm looking at my shit and it's everywhere. And my room. And I'm still moving shit in. My living room, my ki- everything Kitchen, is just. Everything. Listen, like I walk in the door and I immediately have anxiety no. because there is just everything everywhere. I Boxes, so clothes, bad. bags, yes. just everywhere. I felt so bad earlier today because. <laughs> cleaning and you're like i can't i just can't i almost had a meltdown i'm not even gonna lie i almost had a meltdown i'm so sorry just like one more week (laughs) just give me one more week one more week and we will be officially moved 
moved in. Oh man, our shit's gonna be set up. Yeah, just the transition is just a kick in the ass. My freaking car almost blew up, <laughs> literally in my parking lot, bitch. <laughs> so the neighbors know who the fuck I am. Yes. Hello, grand entrance. Even though nobody came out to help, but whatever. No one came out to help, and I'm sure people looked out their windows like, "What's going on? Yeah, What's all that smoke. Nothing. Just my car on fire." Yeah. So if you're listening Jesus. right now, oh. literally, no, her car blew up. Like she was parking into <laughs> the parking space and the car just made a weird noise thank god you were there yes you just so happened to be there and i was like yeah just like you know she was helping me park because a bitch can't park <laughs> and like there was a weird noise and i was like looking at you and yeah. i was like what is that and you're like <laughs> you i don't know and i was like and i kept asking i was like what is that what's that noise and then all of a sudden the whole car it went started, up in smoke yeah literally smoke oh my I was so worried about the things that I had brought down from my city. Yeah, that I moved from because like so what's I'm the point screaming out at city? you to turn off the car and get out the car because <laughs> we're all about to die, and you decide to start grabbing all of your belongings what's one point, belonging at a time. What's the point of driving four fucking hours there <laughs> and back to have my shit get burned up? It doesn't make sense. You said I have important paperwork I in do. there. I had so much important my birth certificate everything i was like no uh -uh, i need this i need this now honestly what a freaking time what a time oh but you know what i'm glad you're here also if you're listening dude say your cash app because bitch you need a new car seriously buy me a new car or if you have a car that you just or just listen if everybody cash apped five dollars you can buy one whole tire Barely. Barely. <laughs> Barely. Jesus. Anyways, this is Cocktail Murder. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yes. Thank you for your patience. You're fucking awesome. We drink. We talk about murder. We talk about black victims, people of color victims. You know the spill. If you don't know the spill, then yes, we talk about black victims. <laughs> so if color. you don't know the spill, we'll give you the spill. <laughs> It is. No, but seriously, we do so. <laughs> we do talk about black and people of color victims because those are the stories that go untold, under-investigated. Yeah. These stories that we tell, they get so fucked up and, and it's so sad because yeah. these are names that need to be said, mm -hmm. need to be put out there. Um, and like, I don't, their names just need to be said. There are so many stories that we have told that we've never heard of or other people have never heard of before. Right. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem fair. And we right. know why, because right. they are black and people of color and, and they don't give a fuck. We're not standing for that. And exactly. as black and women of color, yep. we're just we're not gonna stand for that. No, so absolutely not. So we created this platform to speak on it. Yes, to simply, tell those stories. Simply as that, in hopes of reopening cases or just like just shedding light on yes. cases left in the dark. Yes. Um, so on top of that, again, we are cocktail murder. So we drink. We absolutely drink. We're fucking drinking. Dude, okay, so we're drunk off of hard seltzers. Let me tell you why. Because <laughs> fucking bug bitch. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> so let me tell you why. It's because we have been working out. We've been trying to be on our health. Shit, Omg, whatever. Going hard. I haven't like. I literally and just came from saying. a workout right now. I stink. I'm surprised you're sitting across from me right well, you now. Know, I have a, a nostril problem, so <laughs> you I have can't a really nasal condition. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So I couldn't smell since birth. So <laughs> literally, literally. So with that being said, um. 
Um, yeah, so we're drinking it because, like, um, and we're drunk. What I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> we're drunk off of hard seltzers because we're fucking hungry. <clears throat> I'm just going to say the name of the seltzer because I hope that we get a sponsorship. Uh, truly. truly. <laughs> we are truly drunk. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Um, yeah, we're hungry. And I feel like our stomachs are empty and the shit sucks. So it's like, you know, when you're just like first starting off your health kick, you just get drunk a lot quicker. Yeah, that's very true. Calories throughout because the you decide I'm just not going to eat anything because yeah, I want to <laughs> lose a million pounds. <laughs> Don't do but it. But if it works and you survive. <laughs> but if you look great. <laughs> then she. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do what you do, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. <laughs> so with that being said, with our drunkness, before we get into the true crime shit, we have our belligerent corners. It's when we belligerently talk about shit, random shit um, that we like to talk about. So with that being said, <clears throat> we had a conversation off the mic. That was actually very fucking interesting. I was going to bring something else up, but I think I want to elaborate on this conversation a little more. Okay. You are a millennial. I am Gen Z. I absolutely am a millennial. With that being said. 1993, baby. Yes. Look at you. 98 is all me. 98. (laughs) 98. Shut up. Yeah. No, don't. You should have laughed. You should cut that part. Yeah, the 1998ers. I'm that someone. Okay, so we were talking about children, right? Um, And we were talking about like whether or not like we actually want kids. Oh my goodness! Growing up with you, you used to want kids. Oh my gosh, my life's purpose was Was to to be a mother and a wife. That was my life's purpose since I was like 12 years old. Disgusting, right? And then when 16 and Pregnant came out, you were like, yeah, I could do that. You yeah, never did. It's so, so easy. Crazy. Yeah, um, which is good because let me tell you guys a little bit about me. Let's just share. Um, when I was like 12 years old, I literally like told mom, well, my, our mom yeah. and our sister, um, I will be pregnant by 16. Mm-hmm. Like I like straight face mean, like, in the most serious way. She wasn't out there like that. It just means that like you just that just who you wanted. You wanted to be a mother growing up. Yes. Like that's how determined <clears throat> you were. Yes, absolutely. Um, so with that being said, you said something to me not too long ago. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. So Okay, so I'm um, let you talk. No, yeah, I actually am now rethinking my entire life, honestly. Mm. Um, and I don't know if I see children in my future. Mm. I really wow. don't, which is such a, like a complete like yeah. turnaround for me because yeah. that's all I ever wanted to be yeah. was a mother. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know, just living in this world. And I do think it, it is a millennial thing. Mm. Um, living in this world and just thinking about the things that are like conventionally uh, what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to go to school, right. get a career, um, buy, a, get married, buy a home, sure. live this happily ever life with your family. And it's like, dude, that shit gets harder and harder every fucking year. Yeah. Like, it's not like back in the olden days where all women had to do was get married and then their life was, like, given to them. It was handed to them. And it's like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, 
Plus, I, I have a dog. I have Charlie. I love him to death. And he's such a responsibility. And I really am right now. Like, he is already so much for me to handle yeah. a dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so just to think having a kid is like 10, 100 times more responsibility than having a puppy, you know? And I just, I don't see it for myself anymore. Wow. Yeah. You're like worried about, you would be worried about your child all your life. I mean, all my life, you know, when we talk to mom and she'll say things like, yeah, I I pray about you guys or I pray for you guys in the morning. That's her worrying and making sure that we're good. Well, Charlemagne, uh, he calls it parental paranoia. And I think that every parent has it. Why wouldn't you? I mean, not every parent has it, but yes, most parents would have it, I think. And um, I don't know. It's just such an added responsibility. And millennials, I think this generation and the generations on down are already struggling with yeah. life itself. Mm-hmm. And so to add on an extra responsibility, yeah. just it's that's a difficult mm-hmm. thing to do. I also am the type too, like if I have kids, I also want a husband. to have my children with. And um, even as like every year that seems further and further away, you know? So it's like, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm just not ready yet. Or maybe I really just have decided, you know, I just don't want to do it. Because I, you know, people who are parents do say you're not necessarily ready until it happens. Like I, you know, I have a 55 year old friend and, um, I and love my 50 year old homegirl. Yes. They're amazing. Get you guys some older friends. Yeah, like, seriously. They will literally, if they don't tell you gems, they'll literally tell you what not to do or what to they do. They will and literally tell you to not get married and not have kids. Girl. You know, it's crazy. So my 55-year-old friend told me that. She said, yeah. live out your 20s. And, of course, our older sister had told us this yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But she said, live out your 20s. Um, don't worry about kids. Don't worry about settling. Don't mm-hmm. jump relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. The first guy you see is not – it doesn't mean he's meant right. for you. Just because mm-hmm. you like him doesn't mean he's meant for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that men – truly never really change that's what i heard yeah <laughs> but whatever they're <laughs> also always dumb <laughs> like they will always be stupid oh my god it doesn't matter I how old they are a freaking audiobook of 12 volumes of how stupid <laughs> <laughs> okay. and and you're like still so young so to know that they're already right stupid now. and then they just get yeah. dumber as they get older is just it's just it's and really funny. It's smarter, but it's like, yeah. no, it's, yeah. Anyways, but, but yeah. we're not going to men bash because apparently we men bash and we have <laughs> men listeners who don't like us oh my God. talking about you Y'all guys. are so crazy. You know what I have to say? Start a fucking podcast and <laughs> tell us how you do Right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> with that being said, um, so there's this like, um, going back, like there's this like idea of being ready when you found quote unquote the one right and i'm gonna segue into something else because i had a Mm -hmm. conversation with a dear friend of mine okay and we were talking about like are there people out there who don't who aren't meant to have a partnership and they're just meant to be alone yeah i know that that is a good question because i have always um let me say this <laughs> for me and whatever guy I may date in the future, whatever, whoever guy I'm dating now, whatever, the the man I'm dating now. Um, <laughs> no, like I, me, I see myself with a partner. Uh, 
but it is strictly selfish. <laughs> Honestly, it's it. so selfish no, because I selfish. do, I do want that nice ass home, you know, in the cul-de-sac, you know what I'm it's saying? Like I, it. yeah, I do want, yeah, I want sure. the dog, uh, maybe the children, I don't know. <clears throat> we'll get there. Sure. I don't think I want it, but whatever. We'll sure. see as I get older. Um, but I do want to have disposable income. I do want to have nice things. You know what I mean? And now I believe I can do it on my own, mm -hmm. but with a partner, how much easier mm. to have an actual wow. partner yeah. to obtain those mm. things and a partner with the same goals, a partner that actually wants the same things so that we can both together work on the life that we see for ourselves. Um, so yeah, it is, it, it's, it's absolutely purely selfish, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think everyone wants to have someone, you know, and some people can do it by themselves and some people are happy doing it by themselves, but I want a buddy though. I do. I want a yeah. buddy. I want to do you things with someone. Yeah. 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 I want to have fun. What the fuck? For sure. No, I totally get you. I just don't want to get caught up in the idea of surviving. So like you mm. said, like I can do it on my own, but I, I could possibly get there faster if I had a partner in terms yeah. of the lifestyle that I want to reach or right. what have you. <clears throat> but I also like, I feel like I would be miserable if I were surviving like that because I feel like we see that We've seen it growing up with our parents mm -hmm. and the generations older than us. Maybe not Generation X, but their parents and their right. grandparents and their mm -hmm. great-grandparents. They married to survive. Oh, absolutely. I do not want to marry Oh, survive. I would never. And yeah, like, I would like never. that's my biggest fear because I feel like I would be then stuck in a relationship or a marriage that mm -hmm. I just simply don't want to be in. You know? Well, I think that's the difference too with our generations and then the generations that came before us is that a lot of the women, especially they married to survive. 100%. Um, yep. They didn't, they, and, and I blame it on society at the time too. Mm -hmm. They weren't even allowed the ability to flourish into greatness. Whereas now women were able to do whatever the fuck we want to do. We can do anything we want to do so we can flourish and we can like become the greatest possible partner that we can be. And then we can go find the greatest possible partner for us. Whereas before it was like, you kind of had to find the person who, yeah. you know, would, would help you, you know, get out of your parents' house, you know? And I can't speak from a man's perspective because I'm not a man. But that just kind of gave me an idea, mm -hmm. you know, because right now we all talk and I'm segwaying to a different topic. Mm -hmm. We all talk about how like the dating life fucking sucks, right? The dating pool sucks um, because certain men act a certain way or right. whatever. Certain women act a certain way. Mm -hmm. Do you think because there is this new layout of women who – want it all from a man, want the world from a man mm -hmm. that is, you know, that is deserved, mm -hmm. but can also get the world herself. But men, okay, what am I, what I'm trying to say is, do you think that men do not know how to handle the modern day women? Um, now, again, I can't speak for men, sure. but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> speak on your experience. 
experiences as a modern day woman. Yeah. I'm growing. I'm 23. I'm growing into my womanhood. So right. I'm like, I'm still growing. Yeah. With you, I look at you as even, even though, I mean, you're not fucking 40, you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. But you're, I look at you. I'm as, almost 30. You're a woman. Yeah, I'm you know closer to I mean? 30 than so, 20. <laughs> <laughs> so in this like world as a modern day woman, how do you think men handle you? Can they handle you? Know, you know, I think that men are, because th- this is new, right? This is a new thing. It's, so, it's a new layout. And so, yeah, thing. the men, especially in Before our generation. Provide, provide, provide for a woman. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, well, she can provide for herself. So, so what do I do? Yeah. Mm. I think now they are learning how to deal with the modern woman. Mm. But uh, I think that, that it, they're not going to, know how to handle it completely for another generation or two. Because you have to understand, like, we do learn from the people before us. We do learn mm-hmm. from the generations before us. And men were not taught no. how to deal with a woman that doesn't need you. That is also a breadwinner. Yeah. yeah. Men are still, they still get intimidated by women. They still mm. resent women when they become Ooh, the breadwinners. Say that word again. Resent. Ooh, that's say a hard that one. Again. That is a and hard like, one. If you are offended and you're a man, you're offended by the word resent. That's because you have probably resented a woman in your life before yeah. and we're mm-hmm. speaking truth. You know what? Resent for men is like submit for women. Ooh, especially now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's just so, yeah, I, I think men are trying to learn. I will say that. I think men are trying to learn, but I think it's it's going to be some time before they fully accept. Like, I don't think men have fully accepted that women are fucking popping now because they don't know how to handle it. It's men, always been protect and provide. Popping. And it's like, now it's like, well, I don't need to provide for her. But what they don't understand, (laughs) this is a whole nother thing, but what they don't understand is even if a woman is providing for herself, she still wants her man to provide for her. Like it's just, it's it's that simple. It's It's the innate nature. Yeah. So I I still want you to provide for me. I just need you to understand that you don't have to and I don't need you to. That's the whole thing. And men have have always been needed and that's the issue. And now we do not need them and they don't know what to do. Exactly. And they don't realize. Because they've been able to hold so much again, like, so much against us and now they can't really anymore because we can keep it pushing if we want to so it's kind of boiling down to women getting to choose who they want to be with the pendulum swung yeah the tables have turned and let's keep it real women have always had a choice because us as women we we have a choice in who we want to be with but i think when it comes to marriage and like again finding that life partner Men, but that's what I mean. Yeah, are, like have the choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like it's like we have the choice up until it's like, all right, now men are like, okay, do I want to marry you? Yeah. Oh, but women, we have to stop hearing that marriage word mm-hmm. and like being like, oh, but I want to be married, so I'm just gonna marry whoever mm-hmm. decides to marry me. You that's know, and that yeah. and that's Terry. Then you're gonna end up in a miserable marriage. Absolutely. And you're kind of settling for the person who exactly who you you know who is all over you. And I've also seen like this you know thing of I've seen a slew of young women such as myself talk about how they want 
guys or men to obsess over them. You mm-hmm. don't want that. I don't want someone to obsess. I want someone. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, let me. <laughs> okay, me okay. I want someone who's into me mm-hmm. and who's into my space and who wants to be into my space because they're that much into me. I don't want them to obsess over me because mm. I've had that and that's very toxic. Mm, okay. You see okay. what I'm saying? So I think Is it though? Because I want my man to be obsessed, girl. I don't like, think should, I think no. I think you just want your man to be into you. I want because my man obsession- to think I am okay. the baddest motherfucker walking. If he's into you, he's gonna think that. Let me look up the word obsessed really quick. I'm just okay. gonna get technical. I don't think you Oh, I have to pee, to girl. Be. It's okay. <laughs> we have five minutes. Okay. It's we could cut this in. Boom. Oh my God. Oh Lord. This shit just hit my spirit. Okay. <laughs> it says obsess, right? Uh-huh. To preoccupy or fill the mind of someone continually, intrusively, mm. and to a troubling extent. Ooh. You don't want someone obsessed with you because yeah. I've had. I've had someone obsessed with me and it was very intrusive. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe I have not. So you want someone who's into you. Yeah. And our brother actually painted a very awesome picture, Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, JJ Sharp certified. Follow him on Instagram. He's a great <laughs> artist. Pound. Yeah. He's literally an amazing artist. We're not just yes. saying that. Like, he's fucking dope. Greatest artist ever. Seriously. So he said within his relationships, what he want is what. What he would want is, you know, he pictured it as three worlds, his world, her her world, and their and world And then one together. together. Absolutely. Okay. So I absolutely agree with you that. You want someone who's into you so much that they want to be in your space, your crowd, who you are. You want to be into them where you're in their space, their mm-hmm. crowd, who they are. And then you have something together. Yeah. Obsessed though? No. Like that shit is so fucking toxic. It's so intrusive. Exactly down to the fucking- Yeah. You know, well, the, yeah, I will, I will it's say, so I, I guess I have been in a, in a relationship with someone who was kind of obsessed yeah. and, uh, it, it, it did turn out toxic because he totally lost himself in me. And then you could easily lose yourself in them. Yeah. Too, yeah. You know, accidentally just because it's like, oh, they're obsessed with me. So I want to reciprocate that. And then all of a sudden you look up and you have no one but that person. Right. And that's not good. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Interesting. So we got to stop saying that. As women, we got to stop yeah, saying that. Yeah, that we, we want someone who's obsessed with, obsessed with us. Yeah. We just want someone who is into us. We just that. want a motherfucker to keep that same energy. Like, sure. honestly, like, if I fuck yeah. with you, I want you to fuck yeah. with me too. Yes. If I like you, if I sit down and I say, you know what? I'm a really like give this guy a chance. I'm a really like get to know this guy. I'm a really like let him into my world yeah. and become my man. Like yeah. I need you to do the same exact thing. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's so much easier when people are are on the same page. It just seems like that's so hard to find. It is. Oh my nowadays, gosh. Nowadays. It is nowadays, but you know why? Because Men do not know how to operate around the modern woman. Yeah. Um, and they don't have an instruction. They don't yeah. they don't they have no idea how to operate. Well, I, I mean, think, I think too, especially with um our generations, is that people are so scared. 
people are scared to give in to let go people are scared to to let yeah to be vulnerable with someone because we we are not sure we do not trust anyone we don't trust them at all at all so it's like you know, especially if you've been through a heartbreak too, you're like, I am never doing that again. So never you will never <laughs> let go right? because you just don't know if is that person letting go too or are they one what foot in, mean? one foot out? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you overanalyze everything. It's mm, just like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. so sad. But I think it's a real crisis that we yeah. are going through. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I am. Oh my gosh, I feel like we haven't done this in a it's long so time. Long. It's so I weird. Know. Okay. I'm like excited. Okay. Do we know who's first? I have an inkling that it's you. Okay. All right. So let's start. Let's, with you. let's okay. do it. Let's do it. This is why we need an intern. Bro. Exactly. Anyone wants to work for us for free because we're broke bitches? <laughs> Not accredited. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Maybe community service. We could oh sign community yeah. service people. Let's do that. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, let's let someone who needs community service yeah. in our apartment. Yeah, exactly. fun. You have to tell us what you did. <laughs> right. <laughs> what if it's just for college? Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. They're not always <laughs> convicts. Take <laughs> it out. Leave it in. <laughs> okay, so today... This is a very interesting case, um, and I am actually excited to tell it, even though it's sad, obviously. But, um, yeah, I was ready to tell it. Okay, so this is about Alexis Murphy. Alexis Murphy went out to get her hair done in Lynchburg, Virginia. Like, seriously? (laughs) Throw the whole town away. Are you kidding me? Can we, like, sign a petition to change the name of that fucking shit? Lynchburg. I'm done. I can't. Anyways. So Lynchburg is about 20 minutes away from where she lived, uh, which was in Shipman, Virginia. Honestly, Virginia just sounds racist as a whole. It does. Like, I can't. Like, just, wow. Okay. So uh, senior pictures were coming up and she wanted her photos to come out looking on point, of course. So, uh, So she went to go get her hair done, which like school pictures are the worst, right? Like. You have to do dos muchos yeah. just to like look decent. Just to look decent. It's <laughs> insane. It's stupid. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, they need better cameras, exactly. honestly. Upgrade your technology. Like, why? Yeah. No, and photographers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Alexis's mom had got up uh, to go to work and she handed Alexis money to go get her hair done before she left. Alexis was in a great mood. She was laughing and smiling, which was pretty normal. That's what everyone says you know or that's what everyone said about her she was always laughing always smiling um she left her house around three in the afternoon and she was driving her dad's car unfortunately that's the last time her mother would ever see her again Alexis's mom left to go to work um, and she worked the overnight shift at the post office and in the wee early morning um, that Sunday morning Alexis's grandmother who lived in the home with them noticed that Alexis hadn't come back 
and she was missing her curfew, which was uh, at midnight. And um, according to her mom, Alexis had never missed a curfew before. So she called Alexis's dad immediately. Well, called Alexis. Alexis didn't answer. So she called her dad and uh, she told him that Alexis hadn't come home. She called him because she was hoping that maybe she went to go drop his car off and maybe stayed at his house overnight. Like, you know, whatever. But Alexis's dad said that he hadn't seen her or spoke to her and told her mom to call the police because, once again, she had never missed a curfew before. Um, And on top of that, she didn't even call to say, like, hey, like, I'm running late, like, whatever. After being reported missing, the state police began searching for her. So I didn't read anywhere or see anywhere that they questioned her, which is happens a lot in the cases that we tell. They're like, oh, well, she'll be back or she just ran away or she's probably partying with friends or whatever. Um, This time it actually seemed like they got right on it and they went searching for her. They brought out helicopters. Um, and once it was known that Alexis was missing, a lot of her social media friends and followers came out to help uh, search for her as well. Yeah, so she had a pretty big following. Very gorgeous girl. She's so pretty. She was a senior in high school, um, and she was pretty popping on social media. So when the word got out, again, a lot of her friends came out to help. Three days after she went missing, police found her dad's car. Um, And that's the one that she was driving to go get her hair done. It was parked in a movie theater parking lot in Charlottesville, Virginia. It was completely abandoned. After taking a look at the surveillance footage of the parking lot, they saw that the car had pulled in around 10.30 p.m. the day after she went missing. They pulled the footage, and after trying to enhance the footage, they found um, that there was someone that was driving the vehicle, and it was not Alexis. Unfortunately, the surveillance footage was black and white, it was grainy, and it was at night, so they were not able to determine who was driving it. It's like, honestly, why fucking have surveillance cameras? Yeah, what's the point? What's the fucking If it's point supposed to be there, know. it's supposed to be there for security. But then when security takes a look at it, you can't even tell what's yeah. what or who's who. It's, so yeah. what's the point? Get a fucking ring light. Yeah. Those have better quality. They do, actually. Yeah, what the fuck? Or not a ring light. Like I mean, rings. the ring doorbell yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> those things that you get off Amazon. Yeah. Um, So anyways, um, investigators pretty much had to brainstorm where she could have gone um, because they, after weeks, they still did not find her body, didn't really find any evidence either, except for that grainy surveillance footage. They came up uh, with the idea of, well, maybe she was at the Liberty gas station, which was in Livingston. And that particular gas station was a popular hangout spot for a lot of the local teens. Um, They'd go there after school. I don't know why the gas station. I remember back in high school, we would go to the movie theater that was down the street or Taco Bell, which was (laughs) right next door. (laughs) So, um. So anyways, they went to the gas station and then they pulled surveillance footage from that gas station. And sure enough, she was there that day. 
She seemed to be acting completely normal. She wasn't in distress. Nothing like seemed off or anything. Um, so nothing was out of the ordinary until she was seen like walking out of the gas station from inside. There was a man holding the door open for her. And usually, again, that's a normal thing, whatever. She was walking out, a man opened the door for her. Um, but since they were dealing with a missing girl and they had no leads, they just wanted to look a little more into that person in particular, which is dope. Again, this is one of those stories that is a lot different than a lot of the stories that we tell where they miss little things like that, where in this case they were like, they were like, we really have no options except to look into this particular person. Um, so they were able to see on that footage that it was a man that had a large neck tattoo. And he also drove a Suburban with camo paint. Um, they were also able to determine that her cell phone was located about one mile north of the gas station. They arrived to the area of the cell phone and they came upon a, an abandoned house. So this was during the summertime. So the vegetation had grown out of control and it was to the point where you couldn't even see the abandoned house or anything on that property from the road because it, the vegetation just was out of control. Um, so anyways, as they approached that abandoned house, they also saw that a camper was also on the property. And when they were walking um, towards it, they saw a car parked out in front. And that was the Suburban with camo paint on it. And remember, this is the area where they had found that her cell phone was pinging. It was coming from this area. So the owner of that vehicle was a tall, creepy looking white man with a big Daffy Duck tattoo on his neck. He came out of the camper uh, to meet the police. He identified himself as Randy Taylor. Detectives approached his camper slash trailer. It was like, a, yeah, a little thing. And that was, okay, first of all, why are you living in the camper and there's an abandoned home? Why wouldn't you move into the home? Yeah, so weird. But anyways... Um, so the weird thing about this camper is that as they were approaching the camper, when he walked out, they noticed that there was a camera on top of it. When they entered the camper, because he invited them into it, the investigators or the police noticed something sparkly out of the corner of their eyes. And it was one like diamond studded earring, just one. And it was in the carpet. What they also found in the camper was a broken fingernail and hair on the pillow that was consistent with an African-American female. Oh. So they're like, oh what the fuck yeah. type shit. Oh. They took that evidence and they left the man's camper to have it tested. Um, while that was being tested, they went back to the gas station to try to find another angle um, of her being in there along with this man uh, with the neck tattoo. All they were able to see was that they saw that the man's car was driving when he left. It was driving northbound toward his camper, toward where her cell phone was. And Alexis's dad's car was following right behind him. So they were like, fucking weird. The evidence came back after being tested and it matched Alexis's DNA. So Randy Taylor immediately became the number one suspect. 
Once Randy knew that he was the main suspect, he confessed that he had seen her that day and he can explain what happened. He stated that she and a black man with locks came to his camper for drugs. They had a few beers, but then they just ended up leaving after the beers. The man with locks, his name was Damian Bradley. So investigators turned their attention to him. Which Why? sounds dumb, right? Why would they do that? Like, <laughs> like with the evidence that you found in this man's camper... Like and it you matched might, her yeah and he gives you the name of a black man and remember this guy is white he gives yeah. you the name of a black man and they're like immediately huh, okay well let's go follow up on this guy like what the fuck are you kidding me would that ever happen to one of us mm. never in a million years no. that would never happen if they found that evidence and it matched jail prison immediately mm -hmm. immediately it wouldn't even be a question Oh my gosh, Ugh, whatever. Okay, so they were able to actually follow up and find Damien, and they went to question him about Alexis's disappearance. But Damien completely denied meeting up with Randy, didn't go to his camper, and wasn't even with Alexis at all that day. Damien was actually in Alabama with his father that weekend, so his alibi was pretty solid. Good. So with Randy having her DNA plus false state plus false statements to the police, obviously he lied and said that Damien was there right. when he wasn't even in the state. Um, with all that, they felt like they had enough to arrest him on abduction charges at the least. So police told her family that they made an arrest. And although her family didn't recognize Randy's name, they definitely recognized his face. So Alexis's aunt bought a car from him at a used car lot prior to, um, you know, whatever, previously. Mm -hmm. When people were asked about Randy, they would say that he was creepy and he made people uncomfortable. He would park his Suburban with the camel paint in corners of like gas stations and liquor stores. And he would just sit there for hours staring at people. So this guy is a creep. Yeah. They made their way back to his camper, the investigators, to do a more thorough check um, because they're like, okay... We looked into this other guy. It clearly wasn't him. So let's look deeper into this Randy guy. Yeah. Um, when they checked more thoroughly, they discovered a balled up t-shirt under the sofa. When they unraveled the balled up t-shirt, it had hair extensions and a set of artificial lashes in it. No. There was also a blood stain on the back of the shirt, which looked like the same shirt he was wearing in the surveillance footage from the gas station. After testing, the extensions, lashes, and blood matched Alexis's <gasps> DNA. Mm-hmm. What they also found in the abandoned house was super disturbing. They found scrapbooks of pornographic photos, but the faces had been cut out. So they were like pornographic photos from like magazines and stuff. Sure. The faces had been cut out and replaced with another female's face. That face happened to be the daughter of one of his co-workers. No. So this guy is sick. Like, this guy is just gross, oh disgusting, and just, yeah. ugh, just, ugh, I just couldn't even, honestly. While all of this is happening, several other girls had gone missing in the same area. So police began to question if Randy 
was the person who abducted Alexis. And so they were able to arrest him. So Randy had been sitting in jail awaiting his trial. Um, But uh, other girls, other young girls started going missing in the same area. So then the police were kind of like, well, is he the the person that killed her? Or is there like another, is there a sinister serial kidnapper or murderer on the loose and maybe he's not the right guy so they just started questioning everything which to me sounds stupid because there's more than enough evidence bro Mm -hmm. like why even question this guy like stay focused on this case. Right, exactly. Um, and also he had been maintaining his innocence the whole time. So he had never said it was him. He said he he didn't even know this girl, basically. Um so while investigators were looking into all of the cases of the other young girls that were getting kidnapped or abducted or murdered, they were hoping to find a link, but they fell short um while doing that. They decided to move forward with charging Randy Taylor with Alexis's murder, which was only the second time in Virginia ever to move forward with a murder charge without a body. So that's like hard, right? Because it's like, yeah. oh man, it sucks because it's like, clearly it sounds like he murdered this girl, right? It sounds like he did, but from like an attorney perspective or like a prosecutor perspective how like how do you prove that how do you prove he killed her you know it just seems like if you're not able to prove it then he's just gonna get off Mm -hmm. like completely because you're charging him for murder you're not charging him for abduction you're not charging him for anything else but murder and you don't have a body to prove it So it's like, fuck, like, I don't know. That's just, that's hard. So anyways, um, he went through his trial. Again, he maintained his innocence the whole time. But the jury took five days to deliberate and they found Randy guilty of murder and abduction with the intent to defile. So luckily, he was actually convicted of murder, which that is such a gamble. Like, that was such a gamble. Um, so luckily he was, and he was sentenced to two life sentences. Alexis' family was extremely happy to have that justice. Um, and But after some time, Randy decided that he wanted to confess to Alexis's murder. But he had his stipulations. <laughs> stipulations. Um, he said that he would tell them where Alexis's body was if they reduced his two life sentences to 20 years. Bitch, 20 years? Yeah. That sounds ridiculous. Her family was between a rock and a hard place. They wanted to make sure that this guy rotted in prison, but they also wanted closure of knowing where Alexis was. Clearly, at this point, they're like, we're pretty sure she is no longer, you know, on this earth, but we also want to give her a proper burial, you know, things like that. Um, so that is, I'm sure that was a hard decision. Um, but they decided and attorneys, whoever decided that, uh, they would rather him rot in prison. Um, so they did not give in to his little, Oh, give me 20 years and I'll tell you where she is type shit. Um, investigators said that they are still looking for her body, but as of right now, she is still missing. 
Yeah. Alexis Aunt Trina works with an organization now. It's called Help Save the Next Girl. And it's in remembrance of not only Alexis Murphy, but also the other young girls that had been abducted and killed during that time. It seems like it was just running rampant at that time. You know, one of the things that I did want to share, too, is that remember the, um, that Randy said that she had come with a black man yeah, with dreadlocks? Yeah, yeah, what happened? Um, so it turns out that there were two other girls that had gone missing and their bodies were found and they were killed and a black man with dreadlocks had been convicted of that. And so they, even though, and this was after Randy's conviction. So this was, I want to say two months after Randy's conviction. So police basically were like, well, maybe this is the guy that abducted and killed Alexis because he fits the description of the black man that Randy had said she came with. So they kind of like reopened that investigation and tried to convict this guy for Alexis's murder as well. Um, which to me sounds fucked up. Just because his name was brought up. Yeah, and it wasn't even his name. He was just a black guy with yeah. dreadlocks. And so they're like, oh, well, maybe that's the guy Randy was talking about. And it was oh, like, no. no. Randy literally so had her fingernail yeah. in his camper and her hair and her diamond earring yeah. and her lashes. And her blood on his t-shirt. And so for them to like, it just seems like they wanted Randy to get off so badly that they were yeah. about to go blame a whole nother man. That and they just wanted to get the case over with. Yeah, yeah. but but the case was over. They convicted yeah. Randy. So it just, I don't know. It's oh, just, I see what you're saying. And after the fact. And yeah. I, I wasn't going to say it, but dude, like Randy's white and the dude with the dreadlocks, he was black and his name was Jesse. Uh, I'm sorry. I cannot remember. Jesse Matthew was his so name. Also, yeah, now, so if he killed the, he killed those girls. So he absolutely deserves to rot in prison too. But don't try to her. get the white guy off yeah. because you, now He's you have a black bad. guy and you want to blame him for this too. Yeah. You know, it's like you have literally all the evidence you need yeah. to convict Randy Taylor. He is sadistic. He's gross. He's disgusting. Say, let's like, say, let's say there's a world where he didn't do it. He's still a fucking creep. He's still a fucking creep. Yeah. He had a scrapbook of pornographic photos with his co-worker's no. daughter's face on it. He still has to go. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, or, like, yeah. honestly. So that was, like, uh, with that story, that was, like, really the main thing that stood out to me. Obviously, I do hope that they find the body of Alexis because she does deserve a proper burial. And her family does deserve closure on where she is. I'm glad that they got justice but i just i just couldn't believe how they were so determined like even in the beginning when his excuse was oh she came with a black man named damien something and they were like oh okay well we'll, well fuck you him. let's look into this guy it was like they completely turned yeah. away from this guy and yeah. the, and to think that even after he was convicted they were still willing to turn their back on him and blame it on somebody else it, oh my gosh, that just pisses me off. But anyways, yes, that is the story of Alexis Murphy. Rest in love. Yeah. Crazy.
Okay. Um, so we're gonna take a trip to Council Bluffs, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa. Iowa. Whoa. Um, and this is where we're gonna meet Larry, Eli, Mario, Mancada. Mm. This case is this case resurfaced recently. Um, so there isn't much of a background of who Larry was growing up, but from what I gathered, he's the only child and he had both of his parents in his life. Was he Mormon? No. Okay. For some reason, Eli just sounds like a Mormon. Or not Mormon. What are the people be. with the... Let me not. I'm not um, going to... Yeah, I think I'm thinking of Amish. It Don't cancel Ellie, me. But I sorry. Think it's Eli. Who knows? Oh, okay. Okay, so Larry works at the No Frills supermarket as a clerk. <laughs> I can't, Iowa. I can't. No Frills supermarket. I made a comment about that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so he worked at the No Frills supermarket as a clerk, and he also stocked from time to time. Um, there can were- I say this? Iowa is like one of those places where you can like be a grocer and like have a family and a house and a, and a home. <laughs> a two bedroom, not a two bedroom, a two story house. Yeah, and everybody like lives happy. Yeah. Like, and you literally bag totally, groceries. Totally. But you also live in Iowa. <laughs> so, there were freezers lined up in the back where the workers used to climb on top and literally just chill for their break, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is where I commented on no frills. I said, first, what the hell is no frills? <laughs> and who named the grocery store that? <laughs> <laughs> they were dead ass. No frills, bitch. No frills. Straight groceries. <laughs> Whoa, you guys are serious. There's no frills in there. If you want frills, don't go there. Don't go there. Okay, so Larry disclosed to his mom that he had anxiety, possible depression, and he basically needed help. They went to the doctor and he was prescribed medication for what he was going through. Hmm. Apparently, the medication didn't help. He would have minor outbursts, possibly if he felt pressured. Um, and, uh, which I can relate to because, you know, if I am like feeling overwhelmed or whatever, I would literally turn into a complete asshole and be sarcastic or I would just get snappy with people. Yeah. That was me when I was trying to clean earlier. Earlier, you're like, so much stuff. (laughs) Oh, is that what I sounded like? (laughs) So... The thing is, though, is that Larry told his mom that he was starting to have hallucinations and he felt like someone was following him. Oh, shit. In 2006, on the night of Thanksgiving, Larry had another episode and got into an argument with both of his parents, which (laughs) Yeah, and also, you're not finna use anxiety as an excuse to (laughs) yell at your parents, bro. (laughs) Like, hell no. It's not not finna go down that way. Know who you're talking Okay, anyways. (laughs) Read the room. Right. So they get into it, and he storms out of the house into the freezing cold, and according to his parents, it was during a snowstorm. So you serious? Okay. You've got to be mad as fuck. (laughs) As fuck. You know, to walk. But I guess I'm assuming in his case, he had an episode, you know? So he just like- He didn't realize. No, he just walked out. 
to the point where he left without his shoes and a coat and all oh. he had on all he had on um were blue jeans and a blue shirt yeah that's not anxiety i think it was a little bit deeper than that yeah absolutely um both of the parents immediately left to go after him and reported him missing, which I can imagine, you know, it was storming. So they were like super worried about him, mm-hmm. um, but they could not find him. They called one of his friends to see if Larry might have gone over to his place, but Larry was nowhere to be found. Hmm. According to Larry's father, it felt like the earth had swallowed him whole. Oh, wow. The parents That's spent- dramatic. <laughs> Sorry. It's sad. Like, <laughs> no, it is so sad. It yeah. is so sad. Um, the parents spent so much time trying to figure out where Larry could have gone. They checked his credit card activities and found nothing. They wow. ended up checking immigration because Larry had been deported back to Honduras once before. So they wanted to be sure that they had covered their bases. I think I know this story. <laughs> So, with that being said, okay, so, um, they wanted to cover their bases. They tried checking to see if he would have gone to work. No bueno. Nothing. Zippo. Zilch. Eventually, the No Frills supermarket closed down, and that would have been in 2016. Holy shit. So, ultimately, they could not find Larry for literally 10 years. Oh, wow. Wow. So, let's fast... Let's... 10 years is a long time, bro. So, let's fast forward to January of 2019. There were workers ordered to clear out the abandoned no-frill supermarket who started removing shelves. They found a badly decomposing body that was tucked away between the freezer and a wall. Oh my god. The body was so bad that it was almost impossible to identify it. The cr- yeah. the crime lab. I mean, it had been closed down for so long. For so long. For years. Mm-hmm. And he's been missing since 2009. Remember that. Wow. And the store closed in 2016. Yeah. In 2019 is when they found. Wow. Just wow. So the crime lab got a hold of the DNA and unfortunately confirmed that it was the body of Larry. Wow. Investigators believe that he might have taken his break on top of the freezer that most of the workers did and fell in between. Oh, shit. And got stuck. So, but what if he screamed? You might ask. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they believe that the volume of the freezers were so loud that it masked his voice, including the soundproof ventilated wall that he was squished in between. Wow. I can, like, only confirm that because one of my first jobs was a Fuddruckers. (laughs) Not one of my first. That was my absolute first job. And that freezer was loud as shit. There are no other theories, nor any witness accounts, so we don't entirely know what happened to Larry. The scary part is, is that people had talked about the smell while they were grocery shopping. Oh my gosh. They would complain and supposedly they couldn't figure it out. So they never checked the freezer? What the fuck? I have a note here that says refer to Facebook screenshots or whatever the fuck. So I'm going to pull that up really quick and talk about it. 
laptop is slow. <laughs> <laughs> All these ads can just... I had it up. Just load already. Boom. Sorry. Oh, okay. <clears throat> wow, look at Gen Z over there struggling. Look at Gen Z over there. What was that? Your, that was your comeback. <laughs> so, someone said I shop there all. I shop there all the time, and it smells horrible. <laughs> so your Iowa. Yeah, I'm assuming they have a country accent. I even asked the butcher one time if the back area was dirty with dried blood from cutting the meat, and he said no. It was really clean. It smelled for a long time. <laughs> Someone said, Rosemary Richards. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> serious. Serious. I wondered how no one smelled it, but sounds like it actually did. Bitch, what? Did you say <laughs> Carrie, what? <laughs> What kind of comment is that? Okay. Honestly. Someone said, we went there once and the smell was so strong back there by the coolers that it made me sick. I had to leave. Never went back again. Rosemary Richards, I always thought it smelled something. It smelled like something dead. I always <laughs> Wait, hold on. Rosemary Richards, I always thought it smelled like something dead. That's what, that's hmm. what Wendy said. Wendy spelled with the I. Oh, oh, excuse me. So, with that being said, <clears throat> what was a decade-long cold case had recently been closed. I just that smell had Should to it? have been so yeah. bad. Should wow. it be closed? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Did he truly fall? Like, was it a total accident? Was it an accident? I have a theory. Talk, please. I want to know. What if, like, he had one of his episodes mm -hmm. and he was going in on one of his coworkers and his coworker was like, fuck you, and pushed that motherfucker down there and then just left? That is an option. He could have been killed. He could have. I want to stick with him actually being murdered. I, but I mean, they didn't release enough um, about the body. Was there well, actual damage on the body? So there isn't well, enough well, how could you? Right there. You could never know. He had been rotting down there since 2000. That's 10 years. Yeah. 2009, and they found they barely, the body in 2019. They barely recognized or not recognized, but they were barely able to yeah, identify him. There's no possible way. There's no possible way. There's no way you could ever tell what happened. Did he get in a fight before he died? Was he pushed down there? What happened? Like, right. was there any trauma to his body? There's no possible way. 10 years of decomposition? No. He was basically all bones by that point. Right. Oh my gosh. I just couldn't imagine the people that were like taking out the shelves and stuff coming across that. Like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck owned the store? No frills. And it's crazy. <laughs> like the more I think about it, because they shut down in 2016, right? Because, okay, I'm about to say something funny as fuck. You know the grocery store, Piggly Wiggly in the South? You don't know yeah. Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> that was no, like no only shit. in movies. 
know. No shade to your grocery store. <laughs> But it's a, literally no, called it's, Piggly Wiggly. It's, it's a franchise, yes. It's everywhere. What is wrong with you? There's a grocery Yo, this sounds need to update, okay? It's called the Piggly Wiggly. And <laughs> this, I don't know how many people go to the Piggly Wiggly now, though. Now it's Publix. But <laughs> okay, all right. That now makes a little Publix. bit more sense. But, yeah, so a lot of people used to go to the Piggly Wiggly, whatever the fuck, and it's still there, still live, still standing, and I'm assuming that's how No Frills was. That's what I'm assuming. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So Maybe it just turned into a I'm bigger ass- chain or and something. And I think that as the body was continue, okay, as the body was decomposing and fucking stinking up the store... Yeah. Less and less people decided to go because it's oh, like, oh, the yeah, well, they're selling us wrong like they're food. done with it. Yeah, I'm good, you know what I mean. I couldn't imagine and- getting all of those terrible reviews about the smell, and the owner was like, Oh, you know, whatever, like it is yeah. what it is, it just stinks, that's just how it goes. Because no, it's not, yeah, like nobody in 10 years, nobody looked back there in 10 fucking years. That's gross. That honestly, got a security talk card. about COVID fucking nineteen. Imagine what was being grown back then. You know they did not Girl, clean. If stop. if they didn't find that body for ten years, they did not clean that motherfucker at all, ever. Ugh. Ah, uh, so yeah. I'm about to yak. Up. Honestly, I know. I'm like, that's making me like. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that smell. It was probably so bad, and the fact that. They were just like, oh, we don't know where it's coming from. That's fucking white people no. for that ass, bruh. That ass. What is that? I don't know, but get the milk, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> just get the milk and let's Hell go. No. You want your milk from the from store with smell? a decomposing body Ugh. in the back? Ugh, no, thank you. No, thank you. It just, it, it just, there just has to be more to the story Absolutely. because there's just, so. there's no fucking way that yeah. he was just. Like, maybe he got into it with, like, the manager, and the manager left him back there. You know, like, it just has to be, it just sounds like there's a cover-up there somewhere. Because for for them... For them to close the case that quickly. Yeah. After finding the body. You see what I'm saying? It's like they identified the body. Well, I mean, I I get why they would close the case. Because once again, after 10 years, there's absolutely no way of knowing what could have happened. Yeah, but you know what this case reminds me of? The poor, um, the poor student, the basketball player. He was super oh, athletic. Oh, Kendrick Johnson. And he was in the the mat. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. is true. That, that is true. The rolled up mat, and they said that he fucking fell. It was in just a just, freak accident. Yeah, you know, and that's what they're deeming, and that's what this case reminds <clears throat> me. Of. Yeah, the only the only difference just. Sure. Like the only difference is that his body had been back there for 10 years. So they would have to go back 10 years and question all of the employees, yeah. which the store had been closed for almost five, like four, three years sure. already. So I don't know. I, I, I'd imagine that grocery stores, they have like employees coming in and out because mm-hmm. I wouldn't think anybody's like working at a grocery store for their the rest of their lives. I mean, this is Iowa, so I don't know. But um, but I'd imagine they'd have to go all the way back, try to find all of the employees that were working at the grocery store at that time and then question them about something that happened 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, I guess that's what investigators are for, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to look back into that information. But damn. Yeah. 10 years. I just think they probably saw the decomposing body, saw how decomposed it was, was like, damn, this has been decomposing right. for 10 years. Right. There's just there's no way to know if there there was any trauma to the body, if he had gotten beat up, if he yeah. was pushed down there. There's yeah, just yeah, no yeah. way of knowing. If you put up a fight, like, you know, who knows? Well, wow, what a story. Yeah. So oh man, that's story crazy. Of of Larry Eli Mario Mancata. Wow. I just how disgusting is that grocery store? I nothing for you. Mm-mm. Oh man. Wow. Stories. Both stories. <laughs> stories. <laughs> stories. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> stories. <laughs> um, Dude, wow. Seriously. Yeah. What a way to come back. <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. No, for real. For real. Yeah. Um, I would never shop at a grocery store called No Frills, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but just wow. Yeah. I... Mm-mm. I, I also, what you shouldn't it. shop anywhere that stinks. Why don't would you? Why would you want to get your food from somewhere that stinks? And don't buy drugs from a guy who lives in a camper. Please don't. Omg. Not saying we don't know if Alexis did that or not. No. Yeah, we're not. But saying, but if that's if that's you, don't do it. Also, if he's a tall, creepy white man with a Daffy Duck tattoo, just tattoos, walk in the other direction. If don't his even. Tattoos are questionable. That means he doesn't care about his life, and he will not yeah. care about yours. Period. Yeah. And if he lives in a camper on the same property where there's an abandoned house, oh, and he lives in the no. camper instead of the house. No. Mm-mm. Stay far away. Stay far away. Anyways, this is Cocktail Murder. Yes. We drink, we talk about murder. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah. And thank you for your patience. Yeah. It's awesome. You guys, this um, has been such a transition period. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's been crazy, but we have so many good things in yeah. store. Mm-hmm. We are Absolutely. excited. One year's coming up next month. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We got to start visuals, dude. Yeah. We have to. Yeah, I know y'all want to see our pretty faces. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, so far right now, we still have our um, lives going on every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. PST on our Instagram live. So Make much sure fun. You check us out. Um, on there, it's, you know, we love your guys' live comments. No, and we love seriously. interacting with you guys. It's literally the best. So. And we get so drunk. Oh, I my know, gosh. I know, so drunk on live. I tend to drink. We both tend to drink liquor on live sometimes. So it's amazing. Yeah, lately yeah. we've been doing act like yeah, whiskey alcohol. and shit. <laughs> Yeah, spirits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, thank you guys for joining. You guys have been awesome. And let's cheers it out to the next murder. Clink, 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 clink. Cheers. Clink. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.